0: Welcome everyone to another episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous podcast. My name is DK Diamantes, his name is Bricky, and ooh, Warhammer 40k. I was about to go woof woof woof, but I was like, are we still doing Space Wolves? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. But before we do, if you enjoy today's episode of the podcast and you want to maybe support us, heading over to patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous where you can get access to the Discord, bloopers if they happen, the $15 tier gets you access to All of our posters in crispy HD digital format. We have the Watchers poster right now is the new one. It's great. Bricky loves it. Patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous. Bricky, where could I buy that Watchers poster if I wanted a physical
1: copy of it? Wow, you could go buy that at Orchid 8 com link in the description, along with all other manner of wonderful merchandise, including a new one. Because this episode is going to go live on Valentine's Day, and none of us have anyone to talk to, so instead we're going to have you buy merch for the people that you talk to, and that is a brand. DK and Shy haven't seen it yet, Ooh. and I don't have a picture for them right now, but they'll see it later. Wow. It's it's a it's a it's a Conqueror shirt. It is oh. super. It is super. It is a, a very simple, nice white tee with the the red handprint across the chest. But it also comes in a a crop crop top. Crop. It's like it's like cropped, but it's like long sleeve with a hood. But it's like oh, light okay. on that thing, like like a crop hoodie. I don't know how it's said. It's on the site. It's some fun. That's new so stuff. That's so cool. It's you know. It's I think you know of all things. If we're gonna do a Valentine's Day, we should we should have it reference the the greatest heart throb in the forty first millennium, Mortarian. Yes, yeah, stealing hearts, right? Got to
0: got to steal those hearts, literally definitely, out definitely of your chest.
1: More- Definitely more Definitely oh, not yeah, definitely. A, a, a particular lady on a particular no. ship on a particular world-eating legion. No, no, certainly not. Nothing like that. She did. Certainly no abs are involved. No. Well, technically, in this one, there's not. But that that's that's okay. It's a nice, simple shirt. Pick it up. Organite.com. Also, uh, Shy tells me that we're going to have a Detective Ridiculous post this month, too, that apparently I'm also going to get PTSD from. So... That's I, nice, I guess. I know
0: about it and I know what it is, but I haven't seen it. I haven't even seen any work in progress of
1: it, so I'm going to be just as surprised as you are. Would okay, would you would you say that this is one of those things that I would get PTSD from?
0: Nah. Oh, honestly, you're probably going to like it. Oh, okay. It's not, it's, it's not like the Watchers one where it's sarcastic. Oh, ho, ho, Bricky,
1: <laughs> and it's you're probably gonna like it. You just like have a a bowl of ice cream in thirty in like like thirty milliseconds. Like oh, Bricky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I was I was savoring the suffering that you were
1: going to have. Yeah. Well, speaking of death and suffering, Warhammer 40k. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. So, I mean, unfortunately, my my friend, you're just not going to get this because there really aren't that many quotes here. And uh, honestly, even if I gave you a quote, you would still not get it because I have no faith in you whatsoever. And I hate you. I mean, that's fair. All fair points. Sure. Uh, So so what are we doing? uh, That being said, even if I did, even if I had faith in you, you wouldn't get it anyway. Um, yeah, we are continuing the m- modern day, uh, <laughs> um the ongoing story of Warhammer 40k, and we are going into okay. the next major events occurring in 10th edition Warhammer. We're continuing the story. Oh, okay. All right. So it's just the
0: continuation.
1: All right. Where did we leave off? So uh, this what, what we're doing today is based on the newest Crusade book that came out of Warhammer called the Praia Nexus. Um, it has uh, a pretty baller cover art. Ooh, that is great cover art. It is, it is quite something. Um, it is just monumental in scale, but as you can tell, it is very much centered around the Adeptus Mechanicus and the Necrons. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a lot of green. And, uh, well, we last left off on the Leviathan and the Tyranid invasions that were coming about. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're we're taking a, a bit of a break from that. While uh, Lord Solar Leontis and his group are out and about dealing with the Tyranid menace, um, this time we are centering around the war between the two major figures of the associated factions, Belisarius Call and Mr... Big Daddy King himself.
0: (laughs) Big Daddy King himself, huh? What else would you you call the Silent King, sir? Not Big Daddy King. I would probably just call him the Silent King. That's only because
1: you lack ingenuity.
0: Well, also probably because I have, you know, some shred of pride and dignity left, whereas you Uh have truly
1: just removed all hope. Listen, he cer if there's one thing that has a lot of pride, it is most certainly the Necrons. It's true. So here our story begins in a different region of space. This is the well, it says the War of Sorrows and Silence, but Oh boy. Yeah, I mean it's 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 kind fun of fun stuff. It's a I mean we're We talked about, like, oh, yeah, but they committed genocide. And we're like, oh, well, well, hmm. (laughs) You know how little that narrows it down? Down. Um, So this is taking place in a particular zone of space known as the pariah nexus to some, the stilled region to others. And much like the usual imperial bureaucracy, it was just an area of space that just kind of stopped responding. Ah, Never like to see that, because what made them stop responding? Maybe they just have a faulty radio. Yeah, well, also, it's it's buried beneath monumental amounts of, uh, what is it, of, um, like, data and scrolls and logistics. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So by the time they actually get to it, it's, been, it's already, <laughs> quote, quite a problem. Yeah, yeah. But basically, this area was... This kind of circle, slowly expanding circle, at known as the Paria Nexus at the uh era kind of time frame. Mm-hmm. And Space it's hard to truly describe, but it, it's utter, an utterly silent era area of space. Wow, so,
0: totally silent and just nothing nothing comes
1: no- out of it. Zero. Like like Yeesh. It, it it is it is a completely black spot on the map. Um Oof. <laughs> you can't send psychic singles signals in. No signals are coming out. You can't go through it. You can't you can't like enter it. At least at least not not like in a more natural way. It's just it's just blank. Oof. That's a problem. It's a bit a bit of an issue. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. Especially considering how important psychic signaling and stuff is for the, the Warhammer. Yeah. You know, no communication. Once you're like, once you're in there, you lose all communication. That whole thing. Yeah. So that's that's a big. Pro- if you're in there, that's a big problem. And if you're not in there,
0: it's like, well, what's going on? Why can't we hear anything? Why can't we, you know, ping anything in there? Oh, yeah. That's that's issues. Issues are
1: had. So uh, to save us a bit of time, because they kind of go along with this like, ooh, what's happening? Thing for a bit in the book. Um. I think we've talked about this before. This is a area of space that are built with these large blackstone pylons by the Necrons to remove the warp. Right,
0: right, right, right. That's right because we we talked about like what blackstone was and
1: why it's so important and yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So basically what the Silent King is doing is he's building up an area of null space. He's charging these Blackstone pylons with a negative kind of energy, and that is literally removing the warp from this area. Yeah. Uh, okay. So without a warp, you obviously can't travel through it. You cannot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You can't use
0: warp travel. You can't communicate. You can't do a whole lot of anything.
1: No, it, it's, it's complete dead. Um, or at least it's, it's mostly dead. Uh, yeah. Eventually, after enough time has passed and this growing area of nothingness is getting larger and larger, Gilliman is like, "Hey, um what, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah what what's that blank spot, and why is it getting bigger?
0: That seems uh, like a problem this this is a little this is a little
1: weird. I'd like to yeah. maybe deal with this."
0: yeah that's a good call by Gilliman. Probably want to deal with the blank spot that's getting bigger on the map, sure, sure,
1: yeah so he takes he not himself but he tasks a fleet to go out there, and this region, once they finally reach it or like the border of it, some of them enter into the region and and let's just say it's it's not an easy time going into the region. A lot <laughs> of of the Astropaths end up just exploding. Or, ah cuz there's no warp so they just yeah they just kind of do or they, they just they kill themselves um uh, which oh, is pretty boy. common um yeah, the yeah. commissars have their work cut out for them as uh disobedience starts to like skyrocket across yeah. all the ship decks basically okay. what this whole area once they arrive into it with this shuddering barely able to uh make it in kind of I don't know, it's it's like really turbulent waves, except there's no waves. I don't know, it's kind of <laughs> hard to describe. Um, can
0: I, I guess you can still fly a void ship through a blackstoned area, right? If there's no warp? Like, can you like does a yeah, uh, does a void can. ship travel on warp nonsense? I mean, um, no, you can
1: like fly it, you know, yeah. but the you the, the issue is that it. it's just like with everything in Warhammer, there are very few absolutes. It's just instead it makes it very hard. Okay. Um, but once they arrive into this stilled region or the silent region, um, every air place they go, every every planet that stopped communicating is just still. Like spaceports, refineries, mining, fortifications, all that stuff. They just stood empty like as if the entire area was just plucked from like like from God like the rapture you know food Ooh, was on the tables yeah. molding all just that kind closed. of stuff <laughs> but in in reality they they didn't actually go away they just stopped oh so people just where they were just kind of died and then just bit Pretty pretty much, servitors are still there, but their minds are just blank, so they just kind of stand there. Oh. And then there there's litters of of bones and ash across the ground people would just have their food plate and they would just stop moving. Oh wow! So it's kind of like uh, did you ever see Serenity, the, no, the Firefly movie, ah, uh,
0: where, where they talk about how the um the Reavers were born because they were like uh, uh, they were they were testing um, a way to make people more calm so that war would end and nobody would ever be angry and whatever Uh, and it ended up being like oh yeah it worked but it worked too well and everybody just stopped caring about living and they just sat there tranquilly and died in place but unfortunately one percent of the population it had like the absolute opposite effect and they went stark raving mad and became just like these savage cannibals that like if they found you and got you they would just rip you to shreds eat you and have their way with you oh is that how the the reavers became the way they are yeah it was like oh. hu- it was like humanity's darkest most awful secret that they wanted to hide
1: i did is not that know that they I- made the reavers I did not know that. I've watched like three episodes of Firefly and, and I know about the Reavers being bad, but I didn't know why. Yeah. Um, I I mean, yeah. I mean, that is basically what it is. Uh, you know, certain areas suffered far more because a generator was now unmanned and maybe would go critical or a car would just, you'd stop using it and then it would just crash into something else. And Mm -hmm. you know, that usual stuff. But for the most part, it's just the stilling was what it was called. Um, It got it gets they go into pretty some some pretty nasty detail like some people would uh, some of the guardsmen would be walking on like a planet surface in the woods and they'd realize that underneath their feet they aren't crunching on bone uh, on uh, on trees and stuff. They're crunching on the myriad tiny animals and insects that just lay there now. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's wow. That's 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 crazy. You, you have you have basically and completely cut your soul off and everyone's soul off from the warp. Like, you know, in Warhammer, Ooh. we have a soul. Oh, yeah, and, and it goes to the warp, and yeah. Yeah, and it's it's just gone. So you have either one of two things happen. You either just completely lose the will to do anything, or you hyper-accentuate an already strange personality quirk, which Ooh. seems like it was taken exactly from Firefly. Maybe. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. It,
0: it could be. It could. Have, they could have taken inspiration <coughs> from Serenity. Sure. Sure. They could. They, they take inspiration from a bunch of other stuff. So why not that
1: too? So this is the Silent King's plan. He is to to cut off one of the biggest threats to the galaxy, which is the Warp and Chaos, and in a sense, still the entire region of the Milky Way galaxy. To then have an un, like, like just an unrequited amount of leftover biological mass and matter to utilize to rebuild themselves.
0: Well, that that would do it uh, if if you got enough blackstone. That that would probably do it. I was gonna say, hey, on the bright side, no chaos, huh? Uh, no chaos. Uh,
1: I mean, that's a huge bright side. Chaos is a, it, is a huge threat to the Necrons because yeah. it's psychers and stuff and it's very anathema to them
0: oh yeah if you're the necrons it's all positives but it like uh, uh, if you're the humans it's like uh, well at least there's no chaos i guess
1: it, it genuinely is hey make a region of space with blackstone so large that we will uh, salvage the worthless husks of the organics and turn <laughs> us back into into flesh and blood again kind of sounds like reapers a little bit you know, I I want to say yes, but at the same time, the Mass Effect Reaper thing has gone over so many rewrites that like I don't even know which is which anymore. <laughs> fair enough,
0: fair enough, fair enough. Uh, so essentially, they, they, he just wants to like from corner to corner have like these black stone. Um, are they like pillars or whatever? And just completely encompass the Milky Way galaxy in this sort of null space.
1: Blackstone pylons, yeah, basically. Okay, gotcha. Um, And then, you know, you negatively charge them is the whole point. Right, Um, right. So, with this, obviously this becomes a potently difficult situation for a lot of the Imperial uh, forces that arrive. Uh, Not (laughs) only is it, one, an area that has no reinforcements for you, no way to communicate particularly well, uh, unless you blow up half of your psyker's brains in trying to do so. Uh, But also, your guardsmen, for the most part, just really struggle to even, like, clean their gun. Yeah. The only fact... I mean, the space marines are doing mostly okay. Um, Some get a little wacky. Like, the, the Black Templars kind of are resorted a bit to just their base zealot instincts. So they they kind of, they stop like listening to orders very much and they just start murdering. Oh, great. Good, good, good. Love that. As if, as if the Black Templars weren't bad enough. Okay. Enemies. Enemies. But, but it makes them bad at formation and stuff, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It'd probably be hard to command people like that. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Ironically, and I don't quite know how we're supposed to understand this but the only faction that has any uh, resilience to this in a massive way are the sisters of battle. Huh. Uh the the power of their faith complete keeps them not immune to the effects but quite resilient. The the oh. sheer str- strength of their faith stops this from affecting them as much as it affects everyone else. Huh? So just because they
0: believe harder than everyone else, they aren't as affected? For
1: some reason, shield of faith is a is a genuine major thing here, and they're, they're pure, just... Like, probably the same reason why the Black Templars uh, are doing so well as well, despite the fact that they're just kind of running ahead and killing everything. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a really... Yeah, it's a really weird situation, because sisters get their power of faith from the manifesting it in the warp yeah I was gonna say like it 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 doesn't work like that does it no it doesn't and and as Shai said here Luton did also made a video about how like this is a huge plot hole but the fact that they're doing it again makes me wonder if they've got some kind of reasoning up their sleeve that they haven't quite shared yet Hmm. Or maybe it's just a MacGuffin, or it's a MacGuffin. But like, but they they really specifically call attention to the importance of faith, and it's actually a major utilized part of this book. When when call is dispatched out here by Gilliman, um to deal with this problem, he specifically notices the importance of faith to bring it down, and so they utilize um, tech like, machine god tech faith. They take <laughs> some of the most most uh, uh, fervent of uh, machine gods, um, what is it, like, tech priests, and they have them go out to raise morale and assist, you know, Skitari troops and the like. Alright. So, Whatever. yeah, they're, they're <laughs> it, either d- doubling down, or... Uh, I don't know. Right.
0: so if you have strong enough faith, you won't be as affected by the... By the null stealing. space. Yeah, okay. pretty, pretty much, pretty much. All right.
1: Well, I, hey, pray harder, fools. Hey, p- p- yeah, pray harder. Pray harder. I d- I don't know. I don't know exactly what they're ge- what they're getting at right now. Um, but clearly they're 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 going for something here. I, I I guess they need to have some
0: way to operate with proficiency in this null space, so it's not just. A one sided, what?
1: I I I guess. I yeah, because like on one hand, they need a MacGuffin because or else they it's just humanity just loses. Yeah, because you go into the null space and then you just
0: stop and ships just fall out of the sky because well we stopped caring about anything ever. So I, I I guess you need some way for one side to actually operate in this pariah nexus.
1: And on the other side of things, like when um, some they do call for help in this area, uh, like later on in the book, and and by calling for help out of the Pariah Nexus, like I said earlier, nothing is ever absolute. Mm. It just makes it really hard. So they were able to get a signal out to like Gilliman, um, but it costs them like half of their astropaths, basically, you know, it's just (laughs) it's all about just like, oh, it's so damn difficult to do. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I guess if you're stuck in there and you're like, "Well, the only way we can get a message out is by killing half of you, astropaths," I, I guess it's kind of worth it because otherwise you're all screwed. So
1: yeah, I I don't know. It's it's a little weird. Um, one could maybe <laughs> argue that uh, the sisters of battle, in their massive fervor, have such a, such a strong faith that it can break past the pride nexus and reach out into warp space because it's never a permanent deal true yeah i i i suppose but then that would that wouldn't that
0: suggest that like chaos could exist there because you know nothing's absolute if you're a crazy enough chaos thing you can find a little soft spot
1: and it's a lot of stuff we're we're obviously we're kind of spitballing here but yeah you know once once you once you start down
0: that iceberg like it, it's like oh hey, this is don't worry, that's just the tip of the iceberg, and it's like uh oh,
1: <laughs> T- there's a lot more under the surface. So well, I, yeah. Regardless, um, eventually once Gilliman realizes what is happening in this space, he sends out call to go, you know, do call stuff, and mm-hmm. he brings it's this his calling. Explo- <sighs> what? It is he, he, he called a- him. He did call. He called him on his cell phone. Yeah. Um, He called Call and gave a call (laughs) to go out to uh, the, you know, to go out to the space and do whatever he can do to deal with what's happening in the Pride Nexus. And Call, in his intelligence, made it so that he decided, all right, Blackstone is the null when charged a certain way, but Blackstone Mm -hmm. can also be used in the opposite, in a sense. You posi- I'm assuming if you positively
0: charge it, it does the exact opposite and makes, like, a warp-rich area?
1: Exactly. It, it can be utilized at, in a polarity to enhance the warp, in a way.
0: Ooh, not sure you want to do that. <laughs> I uh, don't
1: think you want to do that. Well, Cole is m- maybe crazy, but he's not dumb. Yeah. Um, and so he, he goes out, and he's like, okay, you know what, sure, sure, um... I'm going to bring a large contingent of my fleet, and I'm going to have the acquisition of Blackstone as the most important thing out of all. Uh, okay. is is the most important. We need to go acquire as much Blackstone as we can, and you know, at first, it's a little bit, it's a little rough. At first, it's a, it's a little tough. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a lot there's a lot going going with it all, and it, it takes a while. Um, mainly because a lot of the other rival tech priests are, mm, they they kind of got their own ideas. Oh,
0: so not everybody fully believes Call's ideas about the Blackstone. Is that what you're? They like they so, think it's something
1: else. So, well, Admec hate Call. <laughs> Well, that's, they, yeah,
0: that, yeah, that's true because he is—he goes against everything the admix stand for, and he keeps inventing stuff. Yeah, that's true.
1: He's—he's he's kind of got a bit of a—a a, a bit of a bad rap. Um, <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah. But also, true. there's the idea that utilizing the Necrons' resources against them is no better than being alien scum. Oh, uh, that's true. They would think that, wouldn't they? So, utilizing their own powers against them is not something that people particularly love. And not just that, but to to deal with such an insane level of a uh, not say power, but this space area against the Necrons, they decided to bring with them a couple a couple artifacts, um, some some Dark Age Technology stuff. Oh boy, Dark Age
0: of Technology stuff! All right.
1: Yeah, they, they were like, you know what? If we're going to be going out and doing all this, let's bring let's bring the big guns. Let's bring yeah. the, the 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 things locked behind nine thousand vaults and keys.
0: <laughs> yeah, one
1: step away from the stuff that's locked under the golden throne. So they made made their way out and about, and by going th- into this whole. Pariah nexus with this large fleet and working on gathering blackstone as much as they did they encountered quite a few necron resistance patches obviously naturally um, yeah because you know there's a ton of necrons there and they're they're quite they're quite upset yeah, um, and i
0: imagine they wouldn't want you touching the blackstone for anything so
1: yeah makes sense so so a couple of uh, people particularly an inquisitor inquisitor curia draxus lord inquisitor curia Draxis, actually hmm. Um, she actually has a model. She's um, like a bald-headed lady. She carries around like an Eldar gun. She's kind of cool. neat. Cool. Um, she has like a cool like like wyvern, like dragon on her arm kind of thing. It's neat. Ooh. Um, But uh, she t- t- took her way out to study as much of the Necron stuff as she possibly could. And by doing so, she figured out a way to possibly destroy one of these Necron pylons. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm from- also
0: assuming she's a bit of a radical.
1: She is considered a radical. Yes. <laughs> Shocking now. development. Now, this came after a large contingent of, of battles back and forth between the Admech and the Necrons. Um, the Admech were, for a bit, doing okay, but then kind of getting trounced a bit because the one, Pariah Nexus, two, the Silent King's forces, uh, and three, a certain, a certain uh, Sautek noble. Um, who you will know as Imatek the Stormlord. Ah, yes, the old Stormlord. Let's go. Didn't much like what the king is up to. Oh. So he decided to say, screw you and attack a lot of his forces. Wow, really? So, okay. So it's an important thing to note between Imatek and and Zarek. So Zarek just came back. Uh He's got a huge army. He's the silent king. Many people bow to him regardless. Right. Imatech thinks that the idea of returning to flesh and blood is stupid. It, right, he's are,
0: one of the people that's like, oh, look at how perfect we are. We're immortal. We want for nothing. We're
1: we're perfect. We're perfect. Exactly. Zarek wants to undo his sins. Z- Zarek, or, uh, um, guys, their names. Uh, Zarek wants to undo his sins. Imatek believes that right now, where we're currently at, is where we should always be. Ah, uh, okay. So he so, naturally doesn't
0: want he he definitely doesn't want the Silent King to succeed in anything and he probably doesn't
1: like this Pride Nexus at all. Uh no because he he I mean he doesn't mind the necessarily the cost of the Pride Nexus cuz it is destroying and killing humanity which he's yeah. pretty stoked for but it's not his point. Um yeah. and so for the most part uh cuz he actually he might actually command like equivalent forces to the king because he's been awake for so much long. Well, yeah, so Zarek has been awake, but, you know, in the game
0: um, yeah. for so much yeah, yeah.
1: longer, he is leading in a, in a sense, a, a kind of sort of civil war against the silent king. And so a lot of the times the Admech are getting their asses kicked and then all the Necrons just leave. Because like, oh god, <laughs> Imatech is is beating our ass elsewhere. And yeah, Imatech's back. We're needed elsewhere. Zarek is none too happy about this, by the way. He just <laughs> yeah, uh, no much. kidding. You don't say he's not happy about the Civil War. He he, uh, he doesn't say yeah. much because he's the silent king, but he is uh, it is said here that he has a... a Uh, Menacing cold outrage uh, Against this (laughs) Yeah, not happy No, not pleased at all No, not mm -mm, Nope Um, But uh, After all this kind of occurs Draxus eventually uh, Lord Inquisitor Draxus Finds a way to destroy one of the pylons Um, She finds a way to, to be able to actually Take it out from within Oh yeah, there's her model It's pretty cool
0: Oh wow, Draxis is badass.
1: Yeah, her her it's like a Shuriken Cannon. I think she uses from the Eldar. Dang,
0: what's that on her shoulder? Is that a
1: tear? Oh, like a, like a it's no, it's like water. a like a whelp, like a psychic whelp or something.
0: Okay, damn, that's cool. It's what very a badass. Cute. Jesus
1: Christ! So, with all of this stuff happening. Uh, eventually, the humans do find a way to lead a force directly on the currently in, um embittered, in, in, in bridle necrons that are indisposed with problems <laughs> caused by Imatech. Okay. Um, okay. Land on the pylon, enter it, and blow it up from within, and and topple the whole pylon. Okay
0: and then suddenly the pariah nexus gets smaller and
1: uh, a, a bit of a hole reopens up in the warp morale mm-hmm. increases things get better all
0: we'll that start kind of stuff sending out messages about what's going on in here and hey guys we're okay we did it it's, it's the it's the blackstone get us out of here
1: so this uh <laughs> this is the turning part of our story um okay. because the silent king was Fucking furious at this. Oh, I bet. He must but, have been
0: absolutely outraged that they destroyed one of the Blackstone uh, pylons.
1: But like it's it's hard for me to like like I gotta truly express to the to the extent of how mad he was. Um there's a <laughs> he there's started a great, talking. There's a great story um here of a of a Necron overlord who is walking underwater with his Guard flank. Yeah. And uh, currently a bunch of doom sites and other like craft are flying around, firing at the humans on this base. And he's really pissed off because he has to take to going underwater in order to get out of the range of the artillery guns and the like. Mm-hmm. And a lot of his warriors are old and decrepit. So they're going really slow walking and trudging in this muddy underwater thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but particularly, you know, the overlord is fighting the humans with tact okay with tact sure so, so necrons have a very strict code of conduct okay shy that's a fucking hilarious meme <laughs> um uh for for a couple reasons <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment um. Uh, so Necrons are are all about the 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 chev- not the chivalric code. That's knights. Um. But they're they're very <coughs> much a uh, like, like the triarchal code, the code of conduct with battle. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't you don't you know insult. Tr- and it's like it's like revolutionary war shit where you because all the Necrons walk in lockstep, and they're like yeah, they're, they're, they're like you know legions and f- legions and flanks and stuff and you know to do to not fight like that is not <laughs> necron of you yeah sure um, so despite the despite the you know fact that this is a war against inferior beings you still treat the inferior beings with a certain level of you know respect respect sure yeah. um now at the time this overlord is a little pissed off he has to do that but it is what it is <laughs> it is what it is that's how you that's how you operate that's how you operate <coughs> and for the most part uh at this point the thing that bugs him the most is that behind him there's a plasmancer uh which is one of the the various um cryptex who mm-hmm. is very uh uh what's the word um He's staring at the back of his head all the time because this plasmancer has got all of the 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 dastardly stuff okay the the not kind not respectful weaponry
0: ah all right what what kind of weaponry is respectful by the way
1: well, respectful weaponry is the the ranks and ranks of of Necron warriors walking up and firing, and walking up and firing, and oh, okay. and then the the noble lich guards surrounding, uh, you know, for for honorable duel combat against an enemy captain. Okay.
0: Okay. And and this plasmancer is just not. He's 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 being a disrespectful whelp or something. Like what?
1: The plasmancer is like the Overlord is is a lot more of a uh, you know guys we we gotta do honorable respectful combat <laughs> where a plasmancer is like. Let's just like poison their water supply, burn their crops, and deliver a plague upon their houses. Let's ah, let, let's, well, let's, okay,
0: gotcha. The Plasmancer just wants to get it done by any means necessary.
1: they are, they are science bordering on magic. Is is what the Necron Plasmancers and stuff do, and they're all gotcha. about death. Okay, okay, okay. So destroying this pylon had the Silent King send out the call that the humans have chosen dishonorable combat. They have destroyed one of this, of these sacred pylons and they have they have decided to move this combat to the point where they no longer deserve respect. Ooh. You, you may now do whatever you want. Oh, boy. So the
0: plasmancer's is just licking its lips. Well, it's not licking its lips because it doesn't. <laughs> I I have lips and I are- need to lick. Um, I have no lips and I need to lick. But yeah, so they're just like, oh, yeah, limiters are off. I can do whatever
1: I want. Oh, hell yeah, brother. Basically, the plasmancer heard this and his eyes flared wide. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> so this began a a doomsday weapon arms race between the oh, two factions. Oh, God. <laughs> um,
0: uh, yeah, I, I don't suppose... You don't really want to have a doomsday off with the Necrons, do you? I don't think that's well, a... Well... <laughs> in, in
1: call and his buddy's wisdom they decided That's true to- calls
0: there so call probably does have a wider doomsday machines to uh, okay okay
1: i forgot about calls uh <clears throat> interests well yeah he he decided to bring a lot of uh <laughs> old school stc level the dark age of technology stuff yeah 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 oh, boy oh, okay so, um, when the Necrons—oh, I don't know—took a a Catan shard <laughs> and spread its oh, no. influence into thousands of cr- of uh, Canoptic flying creatures that uh, flowed like a ghostly, shadowy cape through the night and turned all of the Admech forces on each other to kill each other, ah. uh, call. <laughs> then responded with um, firing the tiny little black box at the Necron fleet, which slowly expanded into a black nothingness hole so oh. large that it consumed half the planet, Whoa! and then just and then just removed it from existence. Whoa! He, and, uh, di- he just dotted half the planet. So like. I hate that I have to make a Jojo reference. Like I'm genuinely furious about this right now. Then. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, wait, you didn't see part four.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I haven't seen past. Uh, Diamond is unbreakable. I never finished. Diamond is unbreakable.
1: Okay. Well, part three sucks ass. So it's okay. Oh, it sure um, does. That's why I didn't. Admit it. That's why I stopped Jojo. Um, okay. So there's, there's a guy with a power in the, in the fourth part that has something similar to this. But like, imagine you're on Photoshop and you have an eraser, to, like an eraser circle. Yeah, and that's he used a big version of that on half the planet. Well, and just you just like slowly keep increasing the eraser circle size, larger and larger <laughs> and larger. Yeah, until it just—it was a giant block of like black orb that just deleted from existence the like half the Necron fleet and accidentally half the planets. They <laughs> accidentally the, have the planet. <laughs> because the Adabects don't know what they're doing because these yep. are Dark Age of Technology weapons. Yep.
0: Oh, man. That's a crazy weapon, though. Well, that is an
1: insane <laughs> weapon. In response to this, the Necrons grabbed a, a, a dwarf star and just, like, threw it at them. <laughs> what? They just yeeted a, a, a star at them? They had, like, a Tesseract, like, like labyrinth, like a Trazen box, and they just, like, threw it at them, and it just turned into a dying star, and then it like, destroyed half their fleet. And I'm like, okay, sure.
0: So so, call Dots half a planet and, and their forces, and they respond by just lassoing a, a, a dying star and just chucking it at them and just boom.
1: They, they, they fire, they fired crazy. Like, they fire... Then, then the Admech... Um, came in and was like, "Hey, uh, you, you wanna? By the way, here we're gonna fire this gravity well, and then it's just like this giant lightning well grabbed a bunch of Necron ships and just crushed them into into like <laughs> atoms. Okay, and well, this, this this just happened back and forth at nauseam Like it was just, dude, your doomsday weapon will counter my doomsday weapon with my doomsday weapon. Literally a doomsday off. It's insane. Wow." Also, sh- Shy, uh, the Catan bit in the notes you mentioned is that the um, is that the the bit about her or is that something else? Yeah, shy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, you want to read this? This one was funny. <clears throat> Draxas
0: and her forces were confronted by a contingent of Necrons led by Zaras. A brief skirmish within a tomb ensued, which ended when Draxus used her power fist to smash a katan shard and release it. Ooh. The shard teleported the, interi- the Imperial forces back to their fleet and began a rampage against the Necrons. Ooh. Okay. So Draxus just punched a katan shard and released it?
1: Yeah, she let a katan shard she be released. She just let out a katan because she punched it? Well, no, she, like... Open. She broke the pokeball. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. And then yeah, the Katon shard's like, "Thanks, bro." And then just started oh, murdering yeah. the Necrons.
0: I'm, I'm sure as soon as that thing got it, it was like, "Oh, it's
1: Necron killing time." So it's it's just this this <laughs> never. It, it's hilarious what they write in here because calls Doomsday weapons against uh, the Silent King's Doomsday weapons because obviously the Necrons didn't quite expect the the humans to have <laughs> weapons like this. Yeah, they
0: weren't accounting for call.
1: But honestly, ha- the the tech priests, so excited to use their unfathomably frightening stuff, kinda <laughs> killed themselves as much as they killed the Necrons. That's that's fair, because they probably would be really it's like,
0: oh boy, we finally get to use this thing. I thought I'd never get to use the doomsday weapon, and yeah. Uh, oh god, did we, get we took a little a,
1: overzealous and Yeah. And turn turned the planet into like the Apple logo with a giant bite out of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and oh damn, some of our forces were on that.
1: This actually was particularly rough for the Silent King too, because the use of the super high level cryptex known as the Technomandrites uh utilizing their <laughs> high level stuff made the other nobles kind of pissed <laughs> cuz like that's not cool Don't that's not what that. we do <laughs> like know. fake king fake king oh yeah that that would be a problem for him yeah it's not a uh, it is not something that uh, a a a true noble of the Necron lineage would do. Oh, so his
0: status was kind of lowering because he was kind of he was stooping to Call's
1: level. Exa- exactly. He was he was not not even stooping to Call's level, but just in a, in a sense like this goes against the, our code. Right. Okay. 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 Which in in doing so brought more people to. Um, uh, to Imatech's side. Yeah.
0: It, it, so, I imagine Imatech would get a
1: lot of uh, Necron supporters. So at the moment, you know, it started off with the Pariah Nexus being a bit of a really bad zone. And then Imatech, I mean, despite age sickness, what is the number one thing that's stopping Necrons from killing everybody? The numbers? No, political infighting.
0: Oh, well, yeah, political infighting. I thought it was because a lot of them hadn't woke up and, you know. It is also that,
1: but yeah. The Necrons political like to fight sure. each other all the time. Yeah. Uh I get there's a little excerpt about Trazen who uh, apparently <laughs> um uh during the, this whole shtick, during all these all these things going on and all the all the happenings um used the Necron civil war as a way to raid multiple tomb ships.
0: <laughs> he would. That, he that, would. That, that yeah, that sounds that's on par for Trazen, sure. Sure.
1: And Orkin was there as well. Uh <laughs> Or mm. though, Orokin was out there because his um divinity of the mm-hmm. future was was getting off. It wasn't working as well oh, as it should be. Oh, okay. So he was out trying to figure out what the hell's going on. What <laughs> yeah. what like there's some zone of space or something going on that's ruining his his um seeing the future. Mm-hmm. He's trying to figure out why or what or, or anything that's currently happening. Okay. Okay, so they, all the cool Necrons are here. They're all here, basically. Yeah. Uh, but, Orokin finds out what, what's happening. hmm And after these, this giant space rift, uh, rift has arrived, uh, and, like, opened up and the warp has arrived, you notice a mass... Uh, uh, Orokin realizes that this area is where all of his problems are occurring. And he, and what's even more scary for him is that he is, quote, powerless to stop it. It's Ooh. not about an issue with his <laughs> divinity. It's about the fact that there's nothing he can do. Because this area has been preordained by the cogs of the universe for, like, a long time. Ooh, okay. So this is...
0: There's no change in what's about to happen here. This is set in stone. No chicanery is going to be able to warp or twist this.
1: Who in the world of 40k would be the most stoked having two massive factions using the most dastardly doomsday weapons against each other? That sounds like something Chaos would be a big fan of. Who specifically? Um.
0: Probably that sounds like a corn thing. That sounds like mm-hmm. corn would be happy by a giant war where people are just blipping each other out of existence, mass killing. That
1: sounds like a corn thing. Oh, uh, think about it. Untethered scientific prowess of gigantic doomsday weapons. Uh, Ma- z- Madmen inventing the most destructive things known to man. Who does that feed? Zinch? oh you're gonna change things smaller how about how about you just tell me versace baby oh i wasn't even even
0: thinking of him as a chaos god
1: so what happens now with this all happening guess what a, a rent in reality opens and the gigantic reanimated version of Caliban, Wormwood, arrives into real space because Versace, Ooh. Mr. Versace himself is like, I got to <laughs> get a load of this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I had a buddy called him Versace and I can't I can't not call him Versace now.
0: Oh, good old Versace. Yeah. Yeah. I have a Versace cologne. Oh, I do too. Is it the red one? Uh, no, it's the green one. It's Eros. Oh, okay. I have you a, have the, the there's. A, it's a different one. I forget what. But yeah, yeah, I yeah. The square it. one. Yeah.
1: Okay, sorry. Uh, that's good. It's, it's like Berkey, Call him Vastor once. So people who <laughs> listening can understand what's going on. <laughs> it's Vastor.
0: <laughs> it's Vastor. Well, you probably. Yeah, that's, that's true. I guess if you're listening on a, a podcast service where you don't see the video shy probably put up a picture of Vashdor, but that
1: doesn't help if you're you know listening on spotify or something mr Vashdor, yeah i mean when two factions though i guess the necrons being solace i don't know how much it would actually feed him but um utilizing madman technology massive massive levels of destructive doomsday devices This feeds the boy. (laughs) Let's put the dog in him. That's what's that he he got that dog in him. He got that dog in him. He got that
0: dog in him. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't thinking of Vastor as a chaos god yet. I knew he wanted to become a chaos god, but I didn't think he had actually like, you
1: know? Well, technically not, but it's more just the concept. It does feed him, you know? Yeah, okay. So Vastor arrives. And uh, with Wormwood, his gigantic planet. <laughs> yeah. um, and there's actually a really great section where he kind of floats his planet really close to another planet of Imperial mm. defenders. And the gravitational pull and chaos stuff just yanks them all from the surface and like yanks their mountains out of the dirt oh, and pulls wow. them towards him. Jeez. Just like it's an apocalyptic gravity well. It's really cool image. Damn. People all are right. just like flung from the planet all across Sheesh. space.
0: <laughs> that sucks for it them. Is. That sucks. That's awful.
1: It's super awful. But like mountain get fl- just getting ripped out from the ground. Holy! And then, and then of course they get chucked directly into Wormwood, the demon engine <laughs> planet. Oh boy! If you
0: survived, you'll wish you
1: hadn't. Yeah, kinda. Little, Ugh. little, little awful situation there.
0: Oh. Uh, that's Unicron is the uh planet eating dude in Transformers. This is Unicron. Yeah, but he doesn't eat it. He's just he's
1: just, yanking yeah, he's just gravity eaten. Yeah. It, it's it's just planet next to planet gravity.
0: Well, there there's a part in the Transformers movie where uh he like, su- like his mouth is like this big gaping mind that kind of sucks everyone literally
1: off the planet and into his mouth. So Vastor clearly is very excited by this. He, he, in a, in a funny sense, he kind of just arrives and he's like, Bro, I gotta see this. Yeah,
0: I need, I need front row seats for this thing because this is wild. Even uh, Chaos is like,
1: Bruh, this is dope. Which is why, uh, Orkin had a hard time figuring out the divinity because Vastor, in a sense, had already planned his because Vastor is weird. Like, Zinch has an all his plan he 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 thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Vashthor has an all as planned as well. But his plan is more like I've specifically set the cogs in motion years ago to arrive at this precise moment. Oh, damn! It's not like ooh the change, the difference. Like no, no, no. My my train has arrived at this stop exactly when I put my foot down. Damn, Vashor um, kind of badass. He's a he's a baller. He's yeah. A, there's a really dope uh, thing where he's on this gigantic tower, uh, a spiral stairway tower full of cogs, some the size of 50 feet, some smaller than, like, a grain of rice. And he just, like, moves his hammer, and mm-hmm. it twists the entire tower around so he can look in different directions. Ooh. It's kind of baller. <laughs> that's dope. Let's go. Um, but yeah. But he says, quote... Alas that your erasure must I engineer here in this place, for you are now but grit in the flywheels to be whisked away. Machines have you made for such purpose as I cannot condone. And yet uses I shall find for your nodal matrix, little king. Lengths yet are there to which you have not been driven. Mayhap I shall wield the goad." Damn!
0: Imagine because calling he talks like a silent weirdo. king Little king Imagine little king. imagine being on such a pedestal That you look at the silent king you go, Oh little king like he's some
1: Child like he's just some Petulant child it's like that's the silent Fucking king So it would appear that after getting His webway device to Move his giant uh, demon Engine planet around the stars He has arrived here to an Area that will feed him heavily uh, Yeah and also, um, he apparently has a use for his Nodal Matrix from the Silent mm. King, as he says. Okay, okay, okay,
0: alright, alright. And hey. that's
1: where the book ends. Okay,
0: okay, okay, okay. So so this takes place before or no, this takes place after um when was the last time we saw Vashtor? At the end uh, of the Arks of Omen. Arcs of Omen. He's he's got the key, but we don't know what for. Yeah, he has the key, but he's trying to find the lock.
1: Okay, gotcha. And this is after that. Uh, yes. This this okay. yes. So this is his, uh, this is his most recent thing that's happened is him arriving back into real space. Okay, cool, 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 cool.
0: Just making sure I got
1: the timeline right. Okay, cool. So we don't Oof, know what he's What a out way here to show looking. up, right, dude? He's just like Sheesh. Man, I gotta I gotta check this. Look look at this fun stuff. I'm here. <laughs> I'm ready. I gotta I gotta see I gotta get front row seats to this doomsday
0: off. Like, jeez. And those just, are just, crazy weapons that they're using. God damn. I mean 40K's got some wild stuff,
1: but like this is just
0: damn. It's, it's, just damn. it's doubly
1: funny too, because Gilliman is now entering the uh the sector. He's making a personal trip with his oh. fleet to uh, assist. <laughs> <laughs> he should love what he finds. Oh, he I'm sure he's such a big fan of Call. He's gonna what's the meme of the guy who like he like like walks in the room with the pizza and it's like everything's on fire. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's totally gonna be Gilliman. Yep. Oh, yep. oh Gilliman. Oh, Shy makes a funny oh. point. It is it's just a gigantic nerd fight. It's Call, <laughs> the Silent King, Imatek, and Vastor all just Well, Vastor just arrived, but Yeah. All just kind of beating on each other. Yeah.
0: I mean, Shai said it's like a slap fight, and it's like, I don't know if intergalactic doomsday weaponry usage constitutes as a nerd slap fight. I, wow. you, know, I, uh, I, you know, I don't know. I, don't,
1: I think it's a little more extreme than that. <laughs> right? I, I... Yeah. Shy, did you just make that? Wow. That was so fast. Well, I mean, hey, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. You know, you God gotta damn. do what you gotta do. No. Well, it is. Uh, I, I am very, I'm very excited. <laughs> I am, am our, I am our, our biggest Vastor simp. I love Ver- no, I love Mister Versace. Not, so. not you. Well, see that now. I don't know who. I'm, well, I know who I'm cheering for. It's not call.
0: Oh, um, shocking!
1: But like, there's so many characters that I like here. I like Imatech. I like uh. I like Zarek a lot. I like Vastor a lot. Like, who am I supposed to root for? You know, you're rooting for Vastor to just obliterate everything
0: or suck everything up into, you know, machine tendrils and drain them dry. You know, you're rooting for Vastor. Don't. Okay. Don't play that
1: game. Shai says, is he still shit on the tabletop? Yes. (laughs) Um, But But we're not not on the tabletop right now. He's so bad. He's so bad. <laughs> so bad. But he, it, dope mini. Uh, one of the best chaos minis out there. Dope mini. So cool. So cool. Uh, Absolutely incredible. He's so bad. <laughs> He's so, so bad. bad. He so could probably go bad. down like 40 points and he would still be bad. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> Ooh, fuck. It's, gen- it's genuinely shocking. <laughs>
0: they they they're just they're just waiting to buff him, you know? They're waiting for the 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 big moment to buff him, you know? When he finds what that key is for, they're going to just shoot him to the moon,
1: you know? So in in the Blood Angels, there are there's a character named Captain Tycho. I don't know much about him. Um but there's also another character you can run called Tycho the Lost. And apparently it's it's Captain Tycho is the pre-blood rage version. Of or black rage version of Tycho the Lost, okay. Um, so like you can run like the the you know the normal and then the the blood or the black rage version of him, the Death mm-hmm. Company version of him. But you know where my I got my Vash' Mini, but where's my Vash' the Ascended mini? You yeah, know?
0: Right, exactly. We need where's that's my, what we need. Eh. That's that's yeah. what he, that when he gets when he finds that keyhole, you know. When he finds the hole. When he finds the hole, that's the goal. Every hole's a goal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and he's going to ascend once he, you know, you know. Yeah. he
1: did it all for the nookie. Wow, I hate you so much. I'm <laughs> ending the episode for that alone. <laughs> you, sir, you, what? sir, what? <laughs> I, you smell terrible. So
0: you can take that cookie It's sticking it up your ear.